0: And for you to go out and complain about them booing after you blow a 14-point lead is downright pathetic. And Miles Garrett, one of the best edge rushers in the NFL, should be damn ashamed of himself. Everyone on that defense should be ashamed of himself. It was a pathetic showing in the Browns. It's, it's as classic as it gets. And I hate to say
1: Welcome to episode 55 of the Frenemies podcast. NFL review today. Pre- uh, reviewing week two of the NFL slate. Some great finishes if you don't see my background right now the anger face i've never seen a demise of a team like the cleveland browns in a minute 13 in my life but we'll get to them in a bit um we will start with chargers chiefs um, are, are we reviewing the picks too are we just doing um yeah we can do picks that's fine
2: we have, we have to review the picks too
1: all right. Well, let me find them really quick. I'll just say it was Chargers-Chiefs. Um, I was on the Chiefs. I think I think everyone was on the Chiefs except for Carter. Um, it was a great game. Justin Herbert being hurt was not ideal. Cause you never want to see one of the best quarterbacks in the league get hurt. But I think the Chiefs proves that even without Tyree Kill and um, a deep throw-up weapon, there's still a force in the FC. Patrick Mahomes is still phenomenal. Someone else take it away when I try to find my notes.
0: Oh. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take it here. Uh, that's a game the Chargers should have won. Uh, Chiefs scored two touchdowns off uh, just terrible uh, pass interference calls by the officials. I don't want to take anything away from the Chiefs. Still a great game. Uh, they're still one of the best teams in the AFC, top three team in the AFC right now. Uh, but that's a game the Chargers should win. If you're a Chargers fan, you shouldn't worry. Your only concern should be uh, Justin Herbert's red cage. Uh, your team is better than the Chiefs. You deserve to win that game. Uh, and I think they'll be fine uh, going forward. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jack. Um, If Herbert doesn't get hurt,
3: I think – I mean, it was really that pick six cost the entire game. Like, that pick six was the complete momentum changer. That's what absolutely killed the Chargers. And that's what won Chiefs the game. It was really that one play.
2: Yep, any thoughts? Nope,
3: no, that wasn't covered. All right. Should we get to the next game? On the slate. Jackson. Or should we, have, should we have Jack start?
0: You guys want me to start this game? Let
1: I me mean, first I'll start I it. Um, Jets Browns. Let me just tell you how the game went and then we can go through reactions. Okay. okay. Um, Browns' offense looked phenomenal. They went up and down against the Jets. Um, they just—they re- really just didn't have possessions. First half, the Browns' offense had three possessions, scored on two of them. Um, Jets looked good against our defense, which was pathetic. Joe Flacco was able to pass, pass through our defense, other than one turnover. The Jets looked pretty solid offensively, but nevertheless, Browns were up thirty to seventeen after Cade York missed field goal or missed extra point, minute thirteen to go, and the Jets found a way to win. They scored a touchdown on a botched coverage. They then recovered an onside kick, then scored a touchdown, all doing this without a timeout. And then Jacoby Brissett threw an uh, interception with like seven seconds left on the like 50-yard line. Maybe the most bizarre loss I've ever been a part of, like not just Browns games, just overall losses. The Browns were at a 99.9% chance to win, and in typical Browns fashion, found a way to lose, to a quarterback who's 36 years old on a team that sucks absolute dick that did not even want to win that game. Onya.
0: Yeah. Um, again, I always like to consider myself the realist of the pod because uh, I think I keep my takes in the largest realm of uh, relativity. Here's what I'll say about this game. Uh, and I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, first off, it was the most classic Browns game I've ever watched. You know, it's what they do. It's how they lose. Uh It's not even a surprise. Uh, I was watching the game with my roommate and another friend of ours. Um, When Nick Chubb scored, uh, we made a joke. How could we lose this one? And then Flacco throws a touchdown. And my roommate and I, we look at each other. And we kind of give like, but there's no way we lose this. We give up the onside. We give the touchdown, ball game. Uh, It was absolutely pathetic. Uh, I do have a bone to pick with uh, one player in specific. His name's Miles Garrett. Uh, Miles Garrett should be dead ashamed of himself uh, to go to the presser after that game uh, and com- complain about the fans and say the fans should not have booed. The fans should boo. You blew a 14-point uh, lead with a minute 55 against a 36-year-old named Joe Flacco and the Jets. It's downright pathetic. Uh, if that was a Jim Donovan said it best. If that was a Broadway performance, it would have been canceled and they wouldn't have seen another show. It was an absolute shit show. Stefanski should be ashamed of himself. Joe Wood should be fired and should never be allowed back in the city of Cleveland. Uh, and this is my big concern as a Browns fan. For the last three years, you could blame Baker or you could blame Odell. You could always point to one of them and say, you know, they're the reason there's no chemistry. They're screwing it up. Who do you look to now? Baker and Odell aren't on that roster, but the three coaches remain the same. or well, the four coaches going to say Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer did a horrible job too. Um, it's, it's absolutely pathetic. Uh, Joe Woods, minute fifty-five, busted coverage, and then you live, you give up a drive to Flacco to win the game. Mike Pfeiffer, you missed a you missed an extra point. You gave up a fake punt on fourth and one, and you you botched an onside kick. Uh, it, it's as bad as it can be. Uh, it, it it couldn't have gone worse. And for all the Browns players, it, I, I'm concerned because you look at Denzel Ward, and you look at Grandel Pitt. And they're both basically blaming each other without blaming each other on Twitter. And you have Miles Garrett, who has been—he's been non-existent in the second half of his entire career. He goes out to the media and blames the fans for booing when the fans were tailgating Saturday, the day before, in the Mooney Lot. They got there early, they were loud, and they've gone to that stadium year after year after year after after failure after failure after failure, and they've been there. And for you to go out and complain about them booing after you blow a 14-point lead is downright pathetic, and Miles Garrett, one of the best edge rushers in the NFL, should be damn ashamed of himself. Everyone on that defense should be ashamed of themselves. It was a pathetic showing in the Browns. It's its as classic as it gets. And I hate to say that, but that's the playoffs. You have the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Dolphins, and the Ravens, and you have to play all of them without Deshaun Watson. Here's another thing. One last thing to add, because I'm very pissed off about this game. Before you traded for Deshaun Watson, you didn't need to get results in Cleveland. You were a team that was loved by all of the NFL. You were hardworking. You were gritty. That was the storyline of Cleveland football, and it had been – for the last 100 years, soon as you trade for Deshaun Watson, a man with 26 sexual assault allegations, whether he did it or not, as soon as you traded for him, and as soon as you gave him $250 million in guaranteed money, all of that storyline, all of that went down the drain. It's gone. Now you have to get results. If you don't get results, you're not a football team, and the Browns should be downright ashamed of themselves for the performance on Sunday.
1: I would like to comment on Jackson. I'd let everyone go around first, but I would like to come back around to Jackson's last comment there um i thought jack- oh
3: no Nope! Nope! shut up i'm gonna go first let me yes. no let me go first I, i'm not saying a lot i'm not saying a lot i'm not saying a lot then you can go off okay i'm not saying a lot um i agree with almost everything jack said i think joe wood's body parts should be ripped apart and scattered across cleveland because that was absolutely atrocious <laughs> um i think Miles Garrett's comments after in the media were absolutely ridiculous it may, that was one of the dumbest things i've ever heard him say probably the second dumbest thing he's done in his career um And I think Denzel Ward's comment on Twitter was very immature, very teenager. It was just pretty much blaming his teammates. Him and Grant Delper are acting like four-year-olds, whether whose fault it was it or not. They're they're both idiots. So I think the way they handled it, especially the only person I respected after that game was Petonio. Joel Petonio said it flat out. (laughs) Joel Petonio said it flat out. He goes, that was a game we should have won. We shouldn't have given We shouldn't have given the fans a reason to boo, which is completely fair. These fans are going to these games. They're spending their hard earned money, and they watch that shit show performance in the last minute and a half. I would. Uh, I would might do more than boo. I might bottle gate. That's how pissed off I was. I was so mad at the ball, where I think I could kill a human. That's how angry I was after the game. Like inner me, I wanted to literally just pu- punch something so hard. I was so inner angry after that football game. So, I think Miles Garrett saying that is one of the stupidest things he's ever said. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Carter, All will
2: Miles Garrett said one thing that was correct and one thing that wasn't correct in that post game interview. Telling fans not to boo is incorrect and wrong. I'll agree with Jackson there. But saying, telling the fans not to give up on this team yet is not wrong. What you, as, what you should do, you should Hold
0: on, I didn't say that. I know. I said it was him calling out the fans for booing. I said he can't do that. I didn't yeah, say I anything about giving I up. know.
2: Yes. I'm just saying that. I agree with Delpit and Grant Ward, or Denzel Ward, Grant Ward, Grant Delpit. But to call to say that Miles Garrett, who who fades in the second half, let's 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 pull up the stats. Let's fact check that. In the first half in his career, and we'll just go last year, because the stats for this year aren't provided yet. Miles Garrett in the first half has seven sacks. Okay, in the last two minutes of each half, he has two. He had two and a half sacks, and in the second half, he had nine. So, for not being a second half player to have more sacks. In the second half and the first half is a little bizarre.
0: Now, Carter, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look at look at players like Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt. You know the big difference against the, uh, about those three in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, game on the line. Out of those three players, who's in the backfield getting the game-winning sack? It's Aaron Donald. It's T.J. Watt. Can you remind me the last time Miles Garrett had like a crucial late fourth-quarter st- sack or a pressure even? If you can think of one, even think of one, I'd be impressed. Because I can't.
2: Okay. If once again, if we're comparing it, let's pull up the stats. Let me go in and let me look at TJ Watts. Because call because calling possibly, possibly the best defensive Browns player to ever put on a uniform, saying that he, that him, that he is the reason
3: is is just It's just mind-boggling to me. No, it's it's not Miles' fault. Like Miles did play well, but I do get, and I get where you're coming from, hit, but I also get where Jack's coming from at the same point. Like Miles, like I don't know, a top number one defensive end gets a sack on that play and completely destroys their momentum on the last drive of the game. He almost sacked Joe Flacco while being being held. If you're the best, that entire play get the freaking sack. I don't care. If you're the best See, no, defensive no, no. end See, in that's the entire your emotions league. Talking. That's your emotions talking. Yeah, probably. But if you're the best defensive end in the entire league, win us that football game. This is a pathetic shit show that we're already in anyway. Win us that damn football game if you're the best defensive end in the entire league. Like, okay. that's a sack so that he you needs do? to make. So has Watt made those sacks? I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Steelers games, but maybe. I'm not sure. I, I can Cause, fact. Because Watt
1: has Watt, less Watt, sacks. Well, in this.
3: Well, Watt
2: has well, less the sacks. It, yes, there's less sacks than Miles He's Garrett in the second half. No, so how am even possible? The Steelers
1: need a sack. I a I cannot they cannot sit to get here. the ball back on a third down. They desperately need it. Watt is there.
3: Miles always gets his sacks on first and, and second Miles was there. He was. Uh, no, he was, if he was we're there. Not like, gonna we're no. gonna we're no. not going to no. play We're
1: not going to play In the oh, Jets were driving down, 40 seconds left. Miles Garrett was not on the field for the first two plays because he was too busy getting water to get some rest.
3: As he should, okay, that's an issue. If Miles, if
1: that's Miles, what makes you so angry sometimes about our defensive substitutions when we need a stop, I would like. So it's my Miles best Garrett game game that he's. It's Miles that he's out,
2: and then when Miles Garrett gets held, still gets a quarterback rush and forces Joe Flacco to throw the ball away to cause a third and long. That's still on Miles Garrett, and it's also on Miles Garrett for giving up a forty-yard pass. Are we serious? When are we gonna no, start bro, putting the blame bro. on? I don't it is, this, the blame on Grant isn't
1: I just, This game so is overall my only issue with Miles. Who, by the way, I do think he's going to, he will go down as the best Browns defensive player of all time, which is completely fair. And he's earned it. And he's an all pro, probably, he's a top five player in the league. He is great. Mm-hmm. But when we need him, like, I just think his timely, his timing of sacks mm-hmm. and his ability to rush the pass when we desperately need it, because we knew that our secondary was going to get up a touchdown if we allowed him to. <laughs> We knew that. Miles here is Miles. a rookie left right Miles, Miles. Miles, we, Miles needs to make a and play. Miles I'm, not, I'm not even sure he didn't so make,
0: make a play. We'll talk about that. Um, you can't say you can't say he made a play if he didn't even get a hit off on Flacco. He didn't. He didn't affect the pass. Listen, he was listen, driving listen. Flacco down, and
3: Flacco threw it away. How was that on Miles? No, no. If I'm not, I'm not blaming Miles. But if you're going up against literally a rookie bum for the Jets, you get a game winning sack there. Period. Point blank. If you're the best defensive in the league, you get a game winning sack. You get and a game winning sack even when not, the quarterback is watching you run down his. Okay, that's 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 no, I honestly don't care. Farther. You win that football game if you're the best defensive end in the league, you win that football game. Okay, like, well, I honestly believe
2: you're standing five yards away from Miles Garrett. There's a 300 pound man blocking for you in front of him. You
3: yeah. see Miles Garrett the entire time, all you have to do is throw the ball away before Miles Garrett gets you. you. Think you throw the ball mm-hmm. away? You think you can then throw he the should ball have away? continuously done it? It is the final drive of the game, and you're about to have one of those pathetic losses.
2: It's impossible for him to get to Joe in one second. Joe got the ball in one point no, eight seconds in the no, game. No, no,
3: no. Miles had plenty of time to get to the quarterback at one point. Miles had plenty of time to get to the quarterback. Well, tell sure. me where that was. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember the exact damn time. But watching that and football that's, game, that seems like fun. in the fourth quarter. You
2: course, two are so out. emotional all no, the time. Time No,
0: no, no, Carter, Carter. Because this has been a this has been an ongoing issue with Miles Garrett since he's been in Cleveland. He's never but there the for issue. the timely fourth quarter play. He, in five years, he hasn't been there for the timely huge fourth quarter sack. He hasn't been, and I'm not like. I don't want to hold oh it against God. him because he's a hell of a player. And Having infesting. a sack you know, in you know, the, the no, fourth quarter
2: doesn't make it? a yeah, difference if
0: you're making the quarterback watch. You watch? Miles Garrett in my lifetime has been the best defensive player I've ever seen put on a Cleveland Browns uniform. With that said, you're I've doing, never seen doing, him in the backfield of a fourth quarter game that matters. You're, he's you're doing back the, there.
2: You're doing the same thing you're doing that you did with LeBron. It's the same exact thing to Miles Garrett. You're making an enemy of the best player on the
0: team. You're doing the exact same thing. On the team I think mean, Miles Garrett is a defensive player. I have no you, issue with that clear, Miles, Miles Garrett's issue is he cannot get to the backfield when it matters. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. genuinely yeah. cannot yeah. Miles, a the time. Get listen, listen. So then why can other why, why do other edge rushers why do they get outside why, why, why do they get there when it matters? All ooh, these other big name rushers. P.J. Watt, Aaron Donald. Ooh. Aaron Donald
2: T.J. won watching championship. P.J. Watt has less sacks in the second half than Miles Garrett. I just told you that. Fourth Aaron quarter. Donald? Fourth quarter. Aaron Donald's
1: yes! hey, guys, 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 I'm sorry. We're spending too much time on Miles Garrett when there's more people to actually blame. Because, honestly, Miles Garrett wasn't an issue at all.
3: I know. I agree. I, I agree. I, guys. I, One last thing. Can't. One last thing. I, One last to say? I can't even comprehend. Shut up, Miles Garrett helps us win games. He, no, 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 he, no, he no, has not. No, no, don't tell me to shut up. No, he is not Miles,
0: Miles Garrett.
3: Garrett has not won us a game. He has helps us win games. He has not won us a game. That is that is unbelievable. Okay, okay.
1: I'll be got because Miles Garrett was. That is, was that is
3: unbelievable.
1: I think we do need. There's a couple things I want to touch. First of all, to Jack's comment that we're out of the playoffs already. I think that's blatantly wrong. Blatantly wrong. Because, Jackson, first of all, you said Jacoby Brissett would suck and it would be awful. He looked twice as good as Baker looked at all last year. Yes, Brissett was phenomenal last week. Jackson, I want want, to hear your confirmation. So, so,
0: so that's fine. That's fine. I'll say Brissett Brissett played phenomenally well on Sunday. Thank you. Brissett was was good on Sunday.
1: But, so, that's – hold on. Jackson, I just need you to confirm a point. Okay. yeah, sorry. Okay, thank you. Brissett looked great. The running game was doing phenomenal. The you know, um, overall running blocking, pass blocking looked great. Offense overall, play calling was very, very good. Now, of course, defensively it was an absolute shit show. But I don't see a way where it can get any worse. Because we still had three players that ranked top 10 on PFF on defensive rating. Which means we have players making plays. We just have one to two retards that leave wide open guys for ADR touchdowns. Now that fix is easier than having a bad player than bad scheme. We just need to communicate and not allow wide open guys, which I believe is an easy fix because going into the season, my only issue until Deshaun got back is that we had Jacoby back there throwing footballs, but if Jacoby can actually play like that, what he did that on Sunday, I think we can compete. I think we around 500 gives us a playoff spot.
3: Oh, hey, let me go real quick. I just feel like, I, I see both of your points. Like, obviously, we're not out of the playoffs. That's two games in. Like, it's kind of it's dumb to say we're out of the playoffs, but at the same time, I feel like that's a game so easily that you can go down 10, 12 weeks from now and look back and say that is what cost us. You know
1: what I'm saying? I fully, I, I fully agree with that. I'm just I hate the point of saying we're already out of the playoffs. I yeah,
0: no, I, no, I disagree with that. I don't think we're out. But All right, let me just, let me get just, let me get my two cents in real quick here, and then we'll move on to the rest of the slate. Um, this is why I do think the Browns are out of the playoffs. Uh, because Jacoby Brissett, I do not think, is a good NFL quarterback. And I think Jacoby Brissett just played to his peak on Sunday. Like, you're not going to get a better Jacoby Brissett game than that. It was against the Jets, so it wasn't a, a special team. Uh, and if our defense is going to look like that, like I'm sorry. Joe Woods has been the D coordinator for the, for the last three years. What upside is there? Like What do we get to look at that says, hey, year three, Joe Woods finally clicks. He finally makes that adjustment that fixes all these – uh, communication errors and everything runs smoothly because so you can't fire him now there's not a defensive coordinator on the market who are you going to hire you can't just promote someone from within to take over the entire defense uh so that's my big thing and that's why i don't think they can make the playoffs and then you look at who's on their schedule bills buccaneers uh dolphins ravens they're losing all those games without percent oh and chargers and they yeah. got to play the patriots they're losing that's, that's way too hard a to schedule with jacoby percent as your quarterback and joe woods is your defensive coordinator now I hope I'm wrong. I hope so badly I'm wrong. And they go out and they change the defense and everything gets fixed. And just the Browns fan and me, I've had one playoff appearance in my 19 years on this earth, and it was during a pandemic. I just – I don't think it's coming back this year. And I think this was a game – I think you had to start out 4-0. No. I think that was genuinely your only chance to make the playoffs. And I hate to say it, but I, I don't see – It's like it's like on election night. I don't see a path to 270. I don't see a path to the playoffs and I hate to say it as a Browns fan because I have to say it every damn season.
1: I have a couple issues with that. Uh, First off, defensively last year, we were phenomenal. The issue was the offense last year. The offense that he's been going to win games last year. So Joe Woods has shown that he does have the ability somewhere in that small brain of his to call an actual good scheme.
2: You don't have your fan card back.
1: Hold on! up right right here, right here from you, No, You're
0: pathetic. You have absolutely no right to say that about me. Sorry that I'm the you, most dude. realistic Browns fan here, and it's a failure every single season. And you don't you're know the most realistic? Football. How's your quarterback doing down in Carolina? <gasps> mm. He's only one game behind the Browns right now. He's terrible. I take Jacoby over him every day, every single day. That's great, and that's why you'll never be in the NFL. Carter, look, here's the deal: the Browns are one. The Browns are a blown oh. call. The, the Browns are a blown call in Carolina on that roughing the passer, and a rookie 58-yard field goal away from being 0 two. That that's making And, and Baker heard. Mayfield has that two is blown, blown coverages and away from passing for okay. 110 that yards.
1: Plainly wrong, incorrect logic.
0: It's not. If Cade York is in a. There it is. There no, it is. There's a
2: Panthers fan inside no, him no, on, right no. there. You're, <laughs> you're just, not a Browns fan. You're not a Browns fan. You're not a Browns fan. downright pathetic.
1: You're not a Browns fan. You just can't handle it. No, so you I can't. can't. I can't you right. Yes, I, just, can't I can't handle. It. No,
2: you're right. I can't handle you pretending getting on this podcast and pretending to be this die-hard Browns fan. Yeah, and you're and, and you're really heart to heart. You really hope. You really hope that the Panthers make the playoffs and do better than the Browns because the you want to the see the playoffs, you're,
1: you're, you're, because you're uh, a I'm Baker Mayfield fan.
2: Baker Mayfield, the Browns. See, you just make up the there.
1: stupidest
0: shit and you go with it because it's what fits your tiny pea-sized little brain. How? 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 You said you said you wanted the Panthers to win Week One. No, I didn't. I picked them to win. I thought they were going to win. I was a 58-year-old. Well, one like, of you two. Right. What,
2: one of you two has to help me here. What, also he he the said. He, to win. He, no, no, no. Hunter picked the Panthers. Hunter specifically said in the episode he would be rooting for the Browns. I did You too. said. You Harden. said. You I, said, I hope Baker Mayfield goes off, and I wouldn't mind if the Panthers won, and I wouldn't gotcha. mind if. The... So you're Jackson, just making that up. You're literally just spewing that Jackson, out of your
1: head. And Jackson Carter does have a point. For the no, past, he for the no, past, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's blatantly incorrect. I hope Baker pops off against Cleveland. Yeah, and I wouldn't have hated it, it, but I wanted the Browns to win, and they did. Okay, now, Jackson, Jackson, that's where we're gonna have an issue. But I would like to say, with Jack, Jack, the only problem I had with their whole little yelling at Carter thing. Was your logic saying that we should be zero two? We were at it. We had a ninety nine point nine percent chance to beat the Jets. We should have won that game. We should absolutely. Be, okay, so the, I don't understand why you have to say we should be zero two. I like that type of I'm logic. i understand. saying
0: we we lose, blew a game so the badly.
1: Thing because it works. I, I, I hard don't hard. think it is. It just it scares me how
0: close we were to being zero two. You get what I'm like? Like we yeah. we are we were legit this close to being zero and two, and we were
1: that close to being two and zero. I understand, yes. but it scares me. When you play the
0: Panthers and the Jets, you shouldn't be this close to 0-2. Like, it, you, you should win by a I bunch. Mean, it should be a lot easier. Issue, the only issue
3: I'm having is we're not beating the Dolphins, we're not beating the Bills, we're not beating the Buccaneers, and we're not beating the
1: Ravens. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we also never thought we would lose the Jets. So, unexpected things happen in football. So, saying that we're going to lose every single one of those games is nonsense. Because statistically speaking, we will steal one or two. Because that's just how oh,
0: – how, how, I how hope it's. you're right. But so, I, yeah. I don't see it. I hope you're right, but I don't see
3: it. All right. Any final thoughts on the Browns?
1: No, I, I, I think we covered it all. Oh, oh, sorry. We should probably should cover this last thing. Uh, Jack did have a tweet that has 3,500 likes. Um, people blaming Nicholas Jamal Chubb for not oh going on the yard line is maybe the, is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. They expected him running full speed to stop after getting the first down and fall down at the half yard line instead of going in the end zone and just expecting your defense not to give up two scores and an onside kick in a minute. So it was maybe the stupidest thing I saw on Twitter. Well said. Oh, and just one little call on ESPN. So our kicker last week kicked a 59 yard to win the game. ESPN tweeted nothing after the game. That whole day tweeted nothing. Within seconds of the Browns giving up, like, losing that game, and Nick Chubb, they supposedly causing the loss. They tweeted it right away. ESPN, fuck you. All right. Next game. Oh, I'm in baseball. Here we go. Uh, Lions commanders. um, Lions bounce back. Dropped another 30-bomb, 30-piece. Offense looks pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. And Carson Wentz is back to being Carson Wentz. Um, Jackson, these are, these are your Detroit Lions, so we'll go to you.
0: Yeah, I'll say this. The Lions restored the roar today, baby. I'm very pumped about that win. Consecutive games, the Lions put up over 30 points. That's a dangerous offense uh, they got going on down there. DeAndre Swift looks good. Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, is a top six, top seven wide receiver in the NFL. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Okay, hold on. Oh, no, he is. He is, is the third awesome. player in NFL history to have eight straight gotcha. games with over eight plus receptions. Amin Ross St. Brown does not get any of the credit he deserved. He is an absolute wide receiver one, and is phenomenal. Maybe I think him. extremely highly of Amon Ross St. Brown. Jared Goff has a very legit wide receiver one. Jamison Williams is not back yet. The Lions look good. And first round pick Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks in the first half. The Lions are a legit football team this year, and I'm very excited for them. I think, that. I think was a big I, win against the Canadians. I, I think, I think, if you said Amon Ra has
3: the potential to be a top six or seven, completely agree. Right now, there's no way in hell he's top six or seven. He's top ten. Cooper's top ten.
1: 10. Cooper's no, top ten. Top 10. Cooper no, he's I guess I'm in close. Like it's a no, he is. I don't think team. Team. I'm in close.
0: You, you guys, guys don't get Amon Ra St. Brown is not getting the credit he deserves. I, he's a top ten receiver. Yeah, Cooper's top ten.
1: Jackson, let me give you a list and you say who's better. All right. Uh
3: Cooper Cup. He's not 10. He could be.
1: Devontae Adams. Adams. Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Jamar Chase. Chase. Debo No, you can't. Okay, thank you. Stefan Diggs. Diggs. AJ Brown. I take Amon Ra. Nope, sorry. Like you <laughs> asked him. Like, no, like it's He's legit a-, a target magnet. Oh he, bring, he brings in so oh many receptions God. a game. Jackson. The volume he brings to that offense I is. I on a losing football team. All right. So that's
3: how I don't I don't I think he I know Jackson. I, I think Jackson, I think he could be. I don't think he's there yet, but he easily could be. I think he, he easily could be by the end of the year. He is legit by he the end legit. of the year, he could be top ten. But right now, I, I mean it's I think, think he's there right top now. He is a top top. legit wide receiver. I think his
1: top ten is just not even close.
3: No, because he played because he only played like four or five games last year, like toward the end of the stretch is when he finally broke out. Like yeah, last year, his,
0: last year was his rookie year, and he was a rookie fourth-round receiver. Of I know. he's not this getting is a lot of playing second, time
3: early. I know. This is his second game in the second but, year, so you can't, you can't say he's top
0: no, six no, No, no. As soon as he broke out last year, it's just been consistent. Eight-plus receptions each game, third player in NFL history to accomplish well, that feat. It's
1: not exactly they have a ton of weapons for him to target. Any pass is going to go to Amon Rao. Okay, but then, so, then, so, then, so then how, how, how,
0: come, how come other teams that have just one wide receiver, how come that receiver's not no, getting no, all the I'm volume? And the Lions quarterback is Jared Goff. So it's not like Jared Goff is this phenomenal quarterback that can get his receivers involved. <laughs> Amon Rao St. Brown is a very legit wide receiver. I'm curious to see when James Williams gets back,
3: how that affects the offense and how Amon Rao responds to that. I'm just, I'm just interesting because I think Amon Rock could be a so high candidate like fantasy-wise right now, possibly. But I don't know.
1: I would say, Jackson, I know you're very high in the Lions, and I think we all root for the Lions. They have played – they lost to the Eagles, and then they beat the Commanders. So it's not exactly – they're playing these – you know, top tier opponents yet. So saying they're uh, already, I think that, the, 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 the Eagles insurance. look like
0: a, the Eagles look like a top tier opponent. I mean, they just annihilated know, the Vikings lot. on prime the lions
1: time. Lions were down three scores as four minutes ago and the lions or the Eagles played prevent and they got back to the game.
0: Yeah. well, will say this about Dan Campbell and the lions. The team doesn't quit. They continue to fight and it's different than the team we just covered.
1: We'll Why No, I just don't, you said they've arrived. I, I don't agree with that. Card, you want to about the Lions game? No. All right. St. Brown, top seven. All right, the sorry, original. here we go. Um, Buccaneers, Saints. Buccaneers won by 10. I think the biggest story from this game was the brawl that broke out. Are we serious right now? <laughs> All right, no, sorry, we have to restart the call now. <laughs> We have to restart the call. We're not. We're not. We're not just showing my mother. My mother on the podcast.
0: Jake, you moron! It's only. It's a spotlight podcast. Whoever talks is who's on.
1: You were talking last.
0: No, I wasn't talking. You were talking. No one saw that except you. All
3: right, just go, go, go. Continue, continue. Nothing happened. Just continue. Nothing. Hayes, happened.
1: Hayes, Hayes. Cut where yeah. Jake well, was talking, and then out. restart That's right it. here. It's called timing. Why, Jake? I'm sorry. No, you will not no, you're not gonna jake me. I'm in mid-talking. You're gonna picture my mother. Like, are you mentally retarded? That's, that's something I would do.
0: Okay, pick it up right here, gal.
1: No, I will go when I want to go. <laughs> Dumbass. Buccaneers Saints, Buccaneers won by ten. Um, I think the biggest storyline from this game, it was pretty ugly. But um, Marshall Lattimore and Mike Evans got into it after Lattimore was talking shit to the Buccaneers bench, then talking shit to Tom Brady, which just set everything off. That honestly started a fire under the Buccaneers defense and offense. And that's, I think that brawl is the reason they won this game. Yeah, I completely like, agree. I see like a Saints win by field goal because the Buccaneers can't figure it out. And that thing just kicked, uh, kickstarted him right off and they ended up winning the game. Also Carter, your Jameis MVP take is looking just god-awful right now.
3: <laughs> no, I feel like, I don't know, the Saints, I think, it was it looking like, especially the first half, it looked like a classic Saints-Tom Brady game, like where the Saints just own Tom Brady.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And Marshawn Lattimore is a fucking idiot. He's a, he's a moron. I hate Marshawn Lattimore. First of all, why are you talking shit to the opposition sideline, not the players, but the coaches? Like, the guys are supposed to respect, and the, I, I feel like it's kind of somewhat of an unwritten rule to not talk shit to the other team's coach. Like, that's, that's just a little, like, like come on. And then Br- when Brady said something, oh, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. It's like, obviously, I think the entire Bucks team knows that, like, don't talk shit to Brady. And Mike Evans, I have him in fantasy in, like, a bunch of leagues, so it kind of screwed me because I was suspended. But I'm, I'm glad to see Evans. I would have done the same thing, so...
1: Carter Jack, this is a four-way podcast. If one of you would like to announce that would be phenomenal right
0: now. Yeah, no, it just makes sense that uh Carter's Super Bowl take. Uh they're already one and one and look awful. Uh that's all I'll say.
2: Uh it was a weird game. They'll be fine. They got they had to figure out Michael Thomas looks like the number one receiver he is. He's also better than Ahmad St. Brown. So I mean, they'll be fine. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh Next game, Baker's Panthers against the Giants. Uh Bakey Bear is now owned two.
2: He looks like dog shit.
1: He like you on the basketball court.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Attack. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We do this every time.
1: I make a statistical
2: valid point, and he just character slanders. Oh, my. See, yeah, this
1: this rounds for Carter. Jackson, you do tell Carter that all of his arguments, like he just starts attacking you personally and your characteristics, mm-hmm. then you get the thing back to him.
2: No. Little- I don't attack his personal characteristics ever. I say the facts of the situation. And you how never everyone's it. given a fact.
1: Okay. Okay. I just did. Okay. Yeah. No. No. no, sorry. No, not right now. Not right now. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Giants won. Defense looked good. Saquon didn't look great, but they won the game anyway. The Giants are now 2-0. Um. Who knows? Maybe they can push for a wild-card spot, especially – actually, no, the Eagles in that division. But well,
0: the Eagles, they get – not the Eagles. The um the Giants get the uh, Cowboys on primetime without Dak Prescott. Uh, Giants do I, really think, brush. I think they do, too. I think it's like – I think it's one of those low-scoring, like, battled-out games, but the Bull has shown that, like, those are his games, and he's 2 0 them.
3: No, honestly, the Giants look, like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Giants don't look that bad. Like, I think they could honestly finish with 6-7, maybe even 8 wins. Like, like almost Giants, commendable. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Like, respectable. It's like watchable yeah. football. No, like, like respectable game. The Giants right. are not bad. And uh, Saquon Barkley's he's very good. He is very good. And people forget how good Saquon was. Daniel Jones, if he can just keep doing what he's doing and get it to his playmakers, I honestly think that the Giants could be okay. Because the defense is solid. And the running back is amazing. And the line is better than expected, so I honestly feel like if Jones can keep doing what he's doing, the lines can be okay. Jackson, what are your thoughts on the Panthers and Baker so far?
0: Um, yeah, not good. Um, Baker looks bad. I won't even lie; I'm a little upset by it. I hope he bounces back. I still, I will always love and respect what Baker did for Cleveland, but uh, it's been he a really tough nothing. start. Like, this is why no one respects you. is because that's just blatantly inaccurate. What, um, what championship did he win? Remind me. Did he win a Super Bowl? Remind me the last Cleveland
2: quarterback in the playoffs and then keep talking. I don't it. care. It's just like your dumb tweet. So th- this is why you're a bad Browns I don't look. care. I don't this care. Is what- okay, I don't so this is, care. This is why you're a bad Browns You don't care. care. You don't, you, okay, I don't care. I get it. You don't care. I want to it. win a Super Bowl win a Super Bowl win yeah, a Super Bowl
3: and guess what Bakey Pooh doesn't give us hold on hold a on, chance on. To win hold, Super on. Bowl. hold on hold on hold on hold on the Browns have not been to the playoffs in like 20 years yes the Baker was the quarterback of the team that got us there I respect Baker's heart and the way he plays football was he a bad quarterback last year yes did I want him gone absolutely but the 2020 season, Baker, especially the last, like, seven games, he did play well and did get the Browns to a playoff appearance, which we haven't seen in a long, long, long time. So, obviously, I completely agree. Super Bowl, yes, 100%. And Baker Mayfield would have never gotten us there. But I, there is some admiration for him because you have to start somewhere. We can't just go straight to the freaking creme brulee. Like, we got, we got like, half of the creme brulee. We got, a, we got a tasting of the creme brulee. So, now that we have a tasting, we can get to the full serving, okay? And I feel like Baker gave us, like, the sample size a little bit. So, that, that is all I have to say about Baker. I'm not defending him, necessarily, because he sucked ass. But he did do that for the Cleveland Browns.
0: When Baker needed to be a great quarterback in 2020, he was. We had a lot of games we had to win. And we won practically all of them with the exception of the Jets game uh, when we had everybody out due to COVID. Uh, If Baker played bad in any of those games down the stretch, we lose. Straight up, we lose and we never go to the playoffs. And I'm still playoffless in my 19 years on God's beautiful birth. I will forever have nothing but admiration and respect for Baker Mayfield. Uh, In my lifetime, I've never seen a player care about the city of Cleveland as much as Baker Mayfield has. Even uh, the supposed king of basketball, who was born and raised Akron, Ohio, left Cleveland twice. I I will thank LeBron for that championship, but he left us twice. And Baker begged Cleveland to draft a number one overall to the factory of sadness to where no quarterbacks ever succeeded. For that, I will always have great respect and admiration. With that said, he looks terrible through two weeks, and I hope he picks it up.
2: The moment when Baker beat Pittsburgh will always be a great moment, but the moment the Browns win the Super Bowl, hopefully with Watson, will be an exponentially better one.
0: Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah, but then so I don't understand why you got out and you bash Baker. Yeah, we wanna win a Super Bowl. Why should on the guy that got just Because
2: Baker acted like a clown last year. And you you made me hate him the way you just <laughs>
0: You're the reason Browns fans can't be happy. Uh, let's go on reason, after, yeah. the, after the Panthers Giants, uh, I was on the slate to. after Panthers Giants. I do believe I'm it was New England sports. Pittsburgh. Uh, no, it was New England Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's not clear the
0: Yeah, Matt Jones threw for 250. Uh, Matt Canada, I believe, has established himself as uh, the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL. Uh, the Steelers offense is the worst in the NFL. Uh, really weird game. I don't think anyone thought the Patriots were going to win. They did. Any thoughts?
3: Not really. Um, Steelers. I thought the Steelers. I thought the Steelers were going to start two zero. Um, I
0: did too. Steelers
3: defense very good. Steelers offense sucked, butt. and I think that's how it's going to be the entire season.
2: Carter? The uh,
3: the Steelers are
2: in trouble. They need Watt. Okay. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to be bad. At- they're going to be bad offensively and they need to win games with their defense. And when he's out, that defense is completely different. Yeah. No, that's correct.
1: So. Well, I'll uh, oh, keep going Jake. Next game. Yeah. Uh, I just, do you want to point out? I did pick the Patriots and this next game spot on my Jags. Destroy the Colts. Well and, done. like I said, I would like, la- I think I called this out four or five months ago when I called Matt Ryan the most overrated um, offseason signing. The Colts have not looked good at all. Granted, they no. had no receivers, but even they had receivers last week, they still didn't look good. And that was against Houston. And now it's against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, If they can't, like, they're facing the Chiefs, Titans, Broncos next three games. You know
0: what's crazy? The Broncos is the most winnable of that game.
1: Yeah. So this this team honestly could be like one and three, one and four, and then maybe they get in the gear. But it's like their their strategy of just having a old quarterback that's just good enough be their starting quarterback. They had Phillip Rivers, they went to Carson Wentz, and now it's Matt Ryan. I think it's time they draft a guy or trade for an elite quarterback because they have an elite offense and a pretty good defense, and they just haven't put in that last little thing of quarterback to push them over the line.
3: Yeah, no, like I said last week, the AFC South is awful, literally awful. Like, the Jaguar, I, I thought the Colts were good enough to at least beat the Jags. Not only did they not beat the Jags, they got mollywashed by the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is absolutely pathetic. The Colts suck, the Titans suck, and the Texans and Jaguars won't go anywhere this year. I think the AFC South will be the worst division of football this year, by far. By far.
2: My biggest takeaway was how the hell does Jonathan Taylor only touch the ball nine times?
3: Yeah, no, that's pathetic, too. Like, I know they were down a lot. They were down a lot of points, so they had to throw the ball. But Jonathan Taylor's being 30 carries a game.
2: Well, they had to be down 7 nothing at some point, and he should have gotten the ball six times in the first possession. How how does your best player in a top three running back in the league touch the ball nine times? Excessful how does he carry nine times?
1: With no Michael Pittman and no Alec Pierce. So, you legit were down. And I think the – I think, um, who's the other guy? But I think Paris Cameron was hurt too. I legit think it was their fourth and fifth string. The only like ones
2: available. like then Matt then Ryan, like I don't sense. know. I don't know if the Colts front office is like in a time warp where they're still in 2016 when Matt – Maddie Ice was an MVP. But Maddie Ice is now just an above average quarterback. Don't everyone else is under the impression that you have to lean on Jonathan Taylor the same way the Browns are leaning on Nick Chubb. That's what they should be doing. He should touch the ball like he did in week one yeah. 31, 31 times a game.
3: It should, yeah. it should, He should be a workhorse. If I was Taylor, I'd be pissed. Yes.
1: Right. Uh, next game here Dolphins, Ravens. Dolphins scored four touchdowns in 15 minutes, final quarter. What a game. They won a game that honestly they had no business winning, but they just took it right under the Ravens' hands and Thank kind God. of adds on to the AFC North's misery weekend. And honestly, like, I wouldn't get too high on Tua. He did look good. Now, the guys were just wide open, and he hit them. You have to give them credit where credit's due. But I, don't know, I think Tua's a good quarterback. And I think that offense is a lot more explosive than people kind of thought they were going to be, even with Waddle and uh, Hill. But yeah, and Mike McDaniel, offense looked good. Good for the Dolphins.
3: Yeah, no, um... especially on the road. I'm not, I'm not going to get too high on Tua, but I will get too high on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They legit could be the best wide receiver duo in football. I honestly think by the end of the year, they could genuinely be the best wide receiver duo in football. Not only are they phenomenal rock runners, but they are so damn fast that they literally just – the yards after catch that they have is – Unbelievable! Like they just—they they run by people. Like especially Waddle last game. I think Waddle and Hill both had like forty fantasy points or something ridiculous like that. And there was a lot of it was because of yards after catch. Like they are so fast and so shifty. And the two receivers like that on one team, I honestly think they could have a chance to be like top two. Like they could be a top two tandem in the NFL. You no,
1: know, those two and the Micah Siki in the slot, just taking all the checkdowns is—it's a mm-hmm. really good offense.
2: Jackson, I think Jackson, I'm more on the other side. I think the Ravens are going to figure it out defensively. I don't think that sort of collapse will happen again. But Lamar Jackson is coming. Lamar Jackson for three and a half quarters was the best player on the field, and it wasn't really
3: close. Yeah, no, you're right. Lamar looked really good.
0: Yeah, like, he's coming. Yeah, com- yeah. He's com- Lamar- he's com- Lamar's coming. <laughs> um, I'll say this. Um, Nice. I always, I thought Tua was. You said it. I thought Tua was a bad quarterback. Uh, like I never gave Tua any respect, and I never did. Um, yeah. I'll give him his respect after that. That was a that was such a gutsy win by Tua because it wasn't only that he threw six touchdowns; it was that he threw a game-winning touchdown with less than twenty seconds to go. He never folded. And that's really damn impressive. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, real quick, let just to wrap up this game. I saw this on Twitter today when I was walking to class, and it was a video of Tua throwing. But the like it, the video flipped, so it was Tua throwing with his right hand. And when I saw that video, I was like, "That looks like a really legit quarterback. Like that looks like a really nice like something about it. Like it looked like a like like what a uh, Herbert or Mahomes looked like in the pocket. It looked really good. I don't know if that like you know correlates to him being a lefty or anything or like his throwing style from the lefty position because I know nothing about that. But that video was really cool to see, and he looked like a legit quarterback when he threw it right-handed. So I I. I would buy Tua stock. I loved what I saw from Tua. So, should Tua go righty? He can't, but, like, I'll send you the video. Like, it looked really cool watching oh, it from, like, the, the
1: right hand. It was very cool. I would say, Jackson, you've been very low on Tua and very low on Trevor Lawrence. Both looked very good this week.
0: I'll still be low on Trevor Lawrence. He played a pathetic team.
1: A 95 QBR. 95 out of 100. Uh,
0: you Another. know, uh... A Baker. blind squirrel, you know, finds a nut once in a while. A, a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, it's bound to happen. Baker Baker had a top five QBR in the league last year. Like, I'm
2: it'll sorry. happen. Exactly. I'm still waiting for Baker so to Baker find the nut squirrel. again.
1: You wanted the Browns to keep a blind squirrel for this year? <laughs>
0: no, I'm just saying. Baker, Baker, Baker like sucked last year.
1: Okay. Uh, next game, know. Falcons-Rams. Rams were up 28-3. to 3. <laughs> and somehow some way the Falcons were coming all the way back and then in Falcons fashion they end up throwing a pick and lost the game but yeah that's pretty much all I have of this game
3: Rams, yep. are, yeah I had Rams my Super Bowl contender I'm regretting that they do not look like a Super Bowl team no, that's about it
0: I think McVeigh is out in the next two three seasons
1: that is one of the most outlandish dumb And pathetic. here comes in
2: Hunter And here comes in Hunter tailing Jackson O'Neill like the little hold on. dog that loves Hold on
0: hold on shut up I agree I don't think he, I don't think he gets fired. I think he retires. Mark my words. A few years from now, the Rams are going to hit the struggle bust. McVeigh is going to retire, and he's going to get a ridiculously lucrative deal from Fox Sports to be a commentator.
1: I don't know if you can read that, Jackson, just as blatantly that you're wrong. I don't think that Sean McVeigh, who works in Los Angeles, gets paid millions of dollars to the job he loves, would then take a desk job where he just gets to talk about football and get paid less.
0: Yeah, he, it would be, it, he, he it would require, it would, would require almost no work. It would, it would require so almost things
1: I have ever heard mm-hmm. in my life.
0: We need to no, move on. To move on. No, because
2: here's what We need to move on. We're not, gonna, we're not going to, we're not doing this anymore. We're not continuing true, to right. entertain these blasphemous takes from Jackson. We're moving on. We're moving he's on. He already won a Super Bowl. On. He's young. He's, he's won a
0: Super Bowl and he's young. No, Carter, you don't tell me what to do. He won a Super Bowl and he's young. Okay. He's got a family. He's going to be a dad soon. I can I can only hope. And um, if he took this job at Fox Sports, um, he would be making much more money than he would be as a head coach. No. Doing a lot less work. True. Brady's going to make more as a commentator after he retires than he did over the entire course of his NFL career. They pay out a lot more money in the broadcasting booth than they do to the players and coaches.
1: Jackson, Sean McVay. Moving on. Loves football so much that he can reconcile a play that he called for the Washington Redskins in 2015. Have you ever seen that clip? The exact play. That man lives, dies, and... I, I can do that too. Leave the best job in the league with the richest owner to go work for CBS Sports and talk next to Nate Burleson.
2: You can't remember what you ate for breakfast this morning. Much as recall play that you ran your Pee Wee football game 11 years ago because you haven't played football since. What do you from
0: you? Hold on. The, Brad Korb was my head coach. The play oh, no, call was too low. Two, no, left. No, two no, left, the no, quarterback no. ran We're moving, We're, uh, We're, moving on. On. We're moving on. I didn't know my left. We're, right. We're, We're, right. We're moving on. on. So We're
1: moving on. We're moving on. So on. Seattle, Seattle, San
2: Francisco. Seattle. Seattle, Seattle, San Francisco.
1: Um, I'm back to normal. Trey Lance being hurt is – I was very high on Trey Lance fantasy wise oh, and just overall wise. And it was kind of heartbreaking seeing Trey Lance go. And I was,
2: agree. Jimmy Garoppolo is about to go on a Nick Foles type run. And the 49ers are going to challenge for the Super Bowl. That's my hot take. I'm ju- I'm jumping so hard on that bandwagon right now.
1: Well, I honestly I don't hate that. Um Jackson was also very high on the 49ers, so I wonder how it's gonna affect his take, you two being in the same boat. We'll see how that goes.
0: In, I don't think he's, he, he, he's learning. It, it, it took him two weeks, but he's learning. Oh. Anyways, play, the play was two left, and I took it right, and I ran sixty I'm yards t- down the sideline. Oh All
1: right. Um, next game, I would like to make a point here. Um, I'm pretty sure I also said two to three months ago that yep. I said that that yep. was very low. Oh, sorry, Carter. I'm so sorry. Did you do a point? I'm sorry. Go on. Keep
2: going. Nope, nope. It was, it was, I'm just agreeing with you. It was me and you both said the Super Bowl hangover.
1: Oh, yeah. Super Bowl hangover that the Bengals were going to suck for a little bit, that it's going to take some time after the heartbreaking loss, but their offensive line still sucks. And little Jackie Boy, who's still not paying attention, um, said they were going to be fine and said they improved their offensive line with Petit Friere, I believe, at the left tackle or whatever, um, protecting them.
0: There's and Alex. Lyle Collins so, and Alex Lyle Kappa. Collins.
1: My bad. I just, and yeah. Alex Cap. Yeah, they still suck. They I think, allowed the most sacks in two games still. Joe Burrow doesn't look right. Me and Carter were extremely right on this one. Yeah, um, Jackson, would you like to talk about a take that you were extremely wrong on, Mister <clears throat> Mister Realist? Um, you know,
0: um, Einstein misses here and there, uh, but I don't think I've missed yet. Uh, they're only zero two. Uh, and again, we ta- you guys just talked about you know, the Browns were this close to being 2-0. The Bengals were also this close to being 2-0. Uh, if McPherson made the extra point, uh, or if the Bengals think of it, the field goal at the end of the game in regulation. Uh, oh,
1: my God. I'm just that saying, that's, exact, that's exactly what you guys just said. The flip-flop, said. You. The the flip-flop, flip-flop you. that you do every single time. I'm using you your words. How is that flip-flop? A brick wall.
2: Didn't flip so up. you
1: argue that the Browns should be 0-2, and, and then you argue that the Bengals should be 2-0. That's See, also why Carter wants to take your fan card away, because you make these type of statements.
0: No, no, no. See, this is you guys are misconstruing my words against me like a good court lawyer. Um, I'm, I'm Carter, I hope you mute yourself. It would make this much easier for me. Um, I'm just saying, the Bengals, again, like the Browns, this close to 2-0, and 0, this close to 0-2. Uh, the, Bengals should, the, Bengals, the Bengals should. The the should be five scared.
1: Five times. And, uh, and Burrow has been he sacked thirteen. And Burrow's respect. been. And Burrow's been sacked thirteen times in the, the first. He then the Cowboys game. with Cooper Rush throwing a football. I'm
0: not saying the Bengals are in a good spot right now. Burrow was sacked thirteen times in the first two games with the completely revamped offensive line. The Bengals should be worried. Uh, I, I'm just saying I, this take for me looks bad right now. But again, we're two games in, and they're that close to being two and zero. Oh.
3: Um, I don't, I don't know where you go. If you're the Bengals, you're not looking to get a new quarterback because yes, Joe Burrow has struggled this year, but you're not not telling you're going to go try and get a new guy. I mean, Joey B's the guy, like he has to be the guy for the Bengals. He has to be. You just revamped the offensive line. They've looked like shit. So do you go back and revamp the offensive line again? I feel like the answer is no. I feel like you can't do that either. You have the best weapons in the NFL in Higgins, Mixon, Chase, and Tyler Boyd. And your defense is very solid. So I feel like the only guy you look at to put the blame on is Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor will be fired by the end of the season. I think the Bengals have a a very, very, very below average season to the point where Taylor is going to get fired because I don't know who else you can put the blame on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so hard. Like, yeah, you can blame Joey Burrow, but you're not going to get rid of Joe Burrow. Like, you're not going to get rid of him. He's your guy. So I feel like Zach Taylor could very well have not have a job at the end of the year, even after he was just slowly coach of the year. Candidate. I,
1: honestly, I don't hate that at all. Um, I would say I feel like they're just so young at their most talented positions. And I think the Super Bowl hangover was something that was going to come. They expected things to be easy like they were last year. And with more film, defensive adjusting has been a little bit harder. So I think they will end up being fine when your best players are a combined age of like 20, like 23. It's just there's going to be issues. These don't have a lot of veteran leadership on the team. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh, Next game here the Texans Broncos. Um, I would also like to talk about the Broncos. I've been on this too. Russell Wilson, extremely overrated. People expect this team to finish first in the division. They expect him to be explosive. This team sucks. Yeah. They, don't look, they don't look creative. With Jerry Judy, with Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, all these weapons, new offensive head coach, already an elite defense, and this team is still struggling to beat the Texans, and they lost the Seahawks. This team, I don't know, and I also I think the Bengals figure it out. I think I think this team's not it's not gonna be pretty. And I could see Russell Wilson possibly retiring early if this just doesn't work out or gets traded or something. Because I honestly, I I don't like this team. I don't like Russell Wilson.
3: Yeah, I got I, you gotta
0: try. I got I
1: got like one thought and one thought
0: only on the Broncos. And Daniel Hacker reminds me of someone uh, who used to coach a team in Orange. nearly similar to Freddie Kitchens.
1: Freddie. No, because at least Freddie was fun. This team just sucks. I'm
0: not I'm not talking like pre-O.C. Freddie. I'm talking like head coach Freddie. No discipline. Uh, offense has no clue what they're doing. Playing uh, Just pure stupidity at the end of the games. That's yeah. my takeaway from Denver. Yeah,
3: yeah the Hackett is a horrible, horrible hire. Russell Wilson looks absolutely washed. Yeah, Jake, you were right about the Broncos, I think. I thought this team would – I didn't think they were going to win the division. I wasn't that high on them, but I thought they were going to be a good football team. Like, I thought they were going to be a very good football team. I mean, they have, on paper, all of the right pieces. Their defense should be really good. They have Judy and Sutton and Alberto, which are three really, really good options as well, with a dynamic punch in Melvin and Javante, and one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Russell Wilson. So, yeah, it, it just looks like Wilson's washed completely, and Hackett's a moron.
1: Carter, I'm going to take those blanks as if you have anything to say. So we move to the next game. Uh, Cardinals Raiders. Cardinals upset here. Um, I don't know. Going and going into the, our pick 'em, I said this would be a weird game, but I was convinced to take the Raiders, and the Cardinals end up pulling it out. They were part of the like three four games where teams came back in the fourth quarter and won. And um, Kyler Murray was Kyler Murray on that. On that two-point conversion, when you're just running around for like 30 yards and took like 20 seconds, and he still found the two-point conversion. That was just classic Kyler Murray. Granted, that's sustainable, and he can't just keep doing that, and this team needs to have a plan and just win games with good offense and good throws and a good scheme. But the Cardinals proved they could still win games. They beat a good Raiders team, and now the Oakland Raiders are 0-2. Um, that
2: all on October 28th, the, the Arizona – Cardinal yeah. season, so it doesn't really matter.
3: No, I would like to say the Cardinals suck. Um, The Raiders will be completely fine. The Cardinals are ass. The Cardinals will not win football games like that. Kyler Murray is not a good quarterback. Yes, he showed up in the clutch, but he is not a good quarterback, and he will not do that again. I think the Cardinals are very, very below average here.
0: Yeah, Hunter, you're spot on. Cliff Kingsbury sucks. Kyler Murray sucks. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury sucks. No, I completely agree.
3: He I runs it like I, it's Madden. He literally runs He runs the offense like it's Madden. And it's
0: honestly pathetic. It, it, all, it makes me mad that he won that game because they didn't deserve it. And, no, no, it, like, no. like it's no, not no, an no. offense. It's – it's Kyler Murray's got to run around there like a misfit losing his toys and he's got to go find the end zone. And so. they got
3: bailed out so many times. Like, they legit had, like, two or three penalties inside the 10-yard line that were on the Raiders that very easily could have been not called. I mean, they were very touchy, spotty penalties that helped them a ton and that's what ended up getting the touchdown for him. So I don't know, like, I think a lot of things went their way as well as Hunter Renfro fumbling twice in the final two plays of the game. So I think they got very lucky.
1: All right. Um, last game, I think was probably the most obvious result that I was expecting. And Rodgers owns the bears and he destroyed the, actually, no, not the last game, it's Monday night, but um, bears got destroyed. Packers looked good, but everyone, I think, was expecting that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I got rid of nothing else in that game. It was pretty just self-explanatory.
2: I think the Packers, the one thing I will say is the Packers found their identity. They have to play through the two running backs. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are phenomenal.
3: Absolutely phenomenal. Anyway. Jake, the Monday night game.
1: Sorry, I was distracted. Um, which one do you want to start with? Start with first, Bills game?
2: Yeah, the Hunter call to an absolute T. Right, Give mm-hmm. credit, credit crew. What credits do? I'm
1: gonna take my face away because I don't want to just have your minute.
3: Um, well, again, like I said last week, this also goes with the Colts a little bit. The AFC South sucks, but tonight really proved it, and it also showed that the. Buffalo Bills are Super Bowl favorites by far. I mean, they absolutely dominated. The Titans couldn't do anything. Derrick Henry didn't look good. The line, I mean, I don't even know if it was Henry. It was Henry's fault, but the line didn't look good. Ryan Tannehill looked like a complete ass, like complete ass. Um, yeah, that was really it. The Bills were just running circles around them all night. That was about all.
2: Stefan Diggs is basically unguardable at this point in time
3: he's one he he's very very good at football but i mean that's that's really out there yeah as, yeah so. that's not it. it wasn't much there was just a butt racing like i said yep we're gonna act like we know what that means okay uh
0: yeah uh the, sorry jack Bill, yeah bill's uh Hunter, hunter's words uh butt race the titans on a great pick uh the Bills. I this is this will be my overreaction for the week. Uh, the Bills look like the first team since the Dolphins. I have a legitimate chance to go undefeated. Um, so I so mean, so the Patriots
2: that went to the Super Bowl undefeated didn't have it didn't didn't look like the second legitimate team. It was this
0: year's Bills team. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. You are so utterly stupid. Um, that is in the past. That has happened. They are impossible for them to go undefeated. You so just said.
2: Team no, 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 no. You just said. This Carter, I don't team, think you understand. I don't you, think you no, understand. No, I don't, I don't think, think you understand, understand what you no, said. you don't understand. I don't think you understand what you just said. This is, this Bills team is the first team. You said this. Is the first since the undefeated team. They aren't the first team to look like they could go undefeated. No, 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 no. How about the, how about the 15-1 Packers or the 15-1 Chiefs a couple of years ago?
0: Okay, I'm sorry you don't know what a past tense is. Um, The Bills look freaking incredible. They have a legit chance to go undefeated. They won't, but I think they have a legit chance. Uh, And then Vikings-Eagles, that was the easiest game in the world to predict. Uh, Kirk Cousins on primetime, you can't pick them. Uh, The Eagles look phenomenal. They are going to be a real threat in the NFC.
3: Oh, yeah, I agree with that. If it wasn't primetime, I honestly will probably pick the Vikings because I think the Vikings are still a very good football team. But Kirk Cousins absolutely sucks primetime.
2: And if they weren't playing the Eagles, because you have your little man crush on Jalen Hurts. I
3: do blow Jalen Hurts.
2: Okay. Repeatedly. Okay. Someone please end that. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> for over a year,
2: <laughs> and we need to just wrap it up. start Okay, stop, stop, just, just stop. Jake, please end this. <laughs>
1: sorry, um, I also picked the Eagles. I just wanted
2: to. <laughs> right. Good for you. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. Um, we we had a recap. Actually, no, we'll do that next episode. We'll recap like what your record was. Um, But first. Thank you, Hunter. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you later.